Hi, this is Sam from the University of Waterloo Arts faculty. Today, I'll be speaking with Victoria, University of Waterloo Arts alumni. Would you mind telling me a bit about yourself and your connection to the Faculty of Arts? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I am a Waterloo grad from, I think I graduated in 2015 uh, from Arts and Business Co-op and I majored in speech communication. So my connection to the uh, Waterloo community and the Waterloo Arts community specifically started when I was in my like third or fourth year, I had just started a magazine called Passionate. And it was basically, I'm, it was Waterloo students, but it was people from all over my network who contributed to this magazine. And they talked about what they're passionate about, or they took photos, or they did illustrations, or they were models. They, it was kind of just about people who are passionate about different things coming together and creating this content. Um, and so that caught the eye of the Faculty of Arts, um, and I was interviewed and there was a video and I was put in the arts um, recruitment brochures. So that's where it kind of all started. Um, and from there, I just continued to stay connected to Amy Meredith, who was the person who brought me on for the project. And then I did part-time work with the recruitment um, team. I volunteered with uh, the Ontario University's Fair for several years, even after I graduated. So uh, I've tried to stay pretty connected to the arts community even after graduation as an alumni. Um, and I'm excited to be back here after a couple of years of not being as connected as I'd like to be. Yeah, that, that magazine sounds super cool. So how did that kind of come to be? Like, where did that come from, the inspiration for that? So I was in my third co-op term. Uh, I was having a hard time finding a co-op job that, that semester. And I found a organization called Women of Influence who was hiring an intern and it was unpaid and it was sort of meant to be a temporary thing because it wasn't necessarily qualified for my co-op um, credit for that, that, for that term. So uh, while I was looking for a role that would qualify as my co-op credit that you know did, did have the, the, the salary that is required, um, I, I did this internship for about a month. And one of the things that they had, uh, aside from really cool events with really great uh, influential women was a magazine called Women of Influence. And I sat beside the editor in chief of the magazine and I was like, whoa, this is like, this has always been a dream of mine to be a part of this. And the more I learned, the more I was like, I wonder if I can do something similar. And this was like still early days of blog, not early days of blogging, but it wasn't as popular. There was definitely some really established bloggers out there but it wasn't as popular as, you know, the, the Instagram community of bloggers is today. So it was still pretty fresh uh, when I started creating content for Passionate. And I just knew I had this amazingly creative network of people who would love to participate. And I mean, the, the people who volunteered to give their time to write content for free, to take photos for free was incredible. Um, and it was a really good starting point for people who wanted to build their portfolio. And I loved bringing all those people together. So that's sort of how it came to be. It kind of died down once I graduated. And it's something that I sometimes think about bringing back. Um, I think it's still really relevant for people, uh, especially with the last year or so. People have really struggled to find what they're, they're passionate about. But um, it was a really great experience. And it, I was fully supported by the Waterloo community at the time. Yeah, that totally sounds like it'd still be relevant. I mean, that sounds like something I would be interested in. 
I know my friends and I were, um, we're in global business and digital arts, the program. Mm -hmm. Um, and we sometimes talk about like, okay, but like, what's our passion? Like there's things we really Mm -hmm. like to do. There's things that uh, they're okay, but like, it takes a long time to figure that out. And it sounds like that was a really great idea to kind of get people talking about that and get involved. That's super cool. Yeah, I think so. So what made you choose Waterloo Arts and how did you know it was the right fit for you? So the main thing with Waterloo Arts was the co-op option for me. I applied to a few other places, but nowhere really had that co-op option for somebody who was interested in like arts and humanities uh, the same way that Waterloo did. So that's what sort of led me to arts and business. I actually initially applied with the intention of majoring in fine arts. um, And I realized soon once I started that that wasn't really for me. So in my second semester of first year, I started taking speech communication courses and realized that that was a really good fit for me. I like the small class size. I'm still connected to so many of the people that I met in that program. Um, if it weren't actually for that program, I may never have met my fiance. So it's um, it, it felt like the right fit for me. Um, how did I know it was the right fit? I think again, yeah, small class sizes, community of people. I got involved in the Speechcom Society pretty early on. Uh, that eventually helped me get one of my co-op jobs later on. So um, it just felt like a, t- a tight-knit community within a larger uh, campus, and it felt really special. Yeah, that's really nice having the small classes. I know in my first year, we had to take them arts first courses, and mm-hmm. I really like that because you could put your hand up and talk and actually be heard as opposed to like some classes when it's just like hundreds of people mm-hmm. and you kind of just sit there and like watch. Um, mm-hmm. What would you say to someone who's thinking about arts at Waterloo? I know you mentioned really liking the co-op aspect, which a lot mm-hmm. of alumni have mentioned as well. I think that with arts, there's so many opportunities to get involved. And I think that's true for in general with Waterloo. Um, and it's something that I would recommend people do, whether it's with the arts community, becoming an arts ambassador or looking for on-campus um, part-time employment opportunities like I did with the Waterloo t- uh, arts team. Um, I think that, that that is what was the most valuable thing to me. I think my program and uh, my courses were certainly valuable, but the connections I made were in valuable there's I just it's where I got how I got to where I am today for sure um and you know the coursework is and the readings and all that stuff is just like sort of the the baseline and then once you start getting involved that's how you really feel fulfilled in your time at Waterloo so I think that that is what I would recommend to anybody thinking about it it's easy to get involved it's super fulfilling and people are super welcoming so yeah as a student myself that took me a while to kind of really Mm -hmm. it took a while to sink in that okay I need to actually get involved to like make this university experience great and make connections Mm -hmm. because in reality that's the most important thing is networking and meeting new people because you know that's how you get different opportunities so yeah for sure so what is your current job position as of right now yeah so right now I've been at a a advertising agency called click health for about two years Um, we do mostly pharmaceutical and life science advertising and marketing. Uh, And then I work on the sales slash growth team. um, And I am a content specialist, which basically means I help write proposals and create pitches for new business opportunities. It's very different than anything that I've done before, but I love the people I work with. They are excellent. I have a great manager who is really the reason that I was enticed to come over to this organization was because I really enjoyed the interview process with her. 
and felt like that was, she was somebody that I could see myself being mentored by and coached by. So um, that's sort of where, how I landed where I am today. I found that so far in my program, the things that I've never done before have ended up being some things that I really like doing. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's really cool. So you mentioned you're admitted to the co-op program. Was it really tough to get that first job during co-op or through your own job hunting? Or how did you find that process? I wouldn't say that it was necessarily super tough, but I had the wrong mindset. Um, I went into it thinking that I had to be in the first round. Like it was like my first co-op term. I had some experience. I was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to have a job by the end of the first round. I have to. And, you know, some of my friends got jobs at the end of the first round. And I felt kind of down when I didn't get a job in the first round. Um, but I got in in the second round and I ended up getting a really awesome opportunity. I worked with, um, I worked on campus with um, retail services. I'm not sure if that's what they're still called, but basically the people who run the Waterloo store and the bookstore and that kind of thing. And I actually liked it so much that I worked part-time between, on my next um, school semester. And then I worked again as a co-op student after that. So it was, I just went into it with the wrong mindset that I wasn't good enough because I didn't make the first round. And that's not true at all. There's so many people out there and um, you didn't, you know, I just didn't find the right opportunities and the right things to apply for. Um, and then I ended up with something that was really promising uh, something I really enjoyed and something that gave me a lot of really interesting skills uh, that really laid the you know groundwork for my future co-op terms as well. So in my program we just have the internship and mm-hmm. so it was my first time using Waterloo Works first time like trying to get a co-op placement and mm-hmm. I think everyone or at least most people go in being really confident like oh yeah like there's so many yeah. jobs like my resume is so good I worked so hard on it but like mm-hmm. you know everyone worked hard on their resume and it's you're gonna get no's it's just normal so I think mm-hmm. it's it'll be good to hear from you that like you had that same experience because I think sometimes students have the idea that like, if you don't get a job in the first round like something's wrong or mm-hmm. you're not gonna get mm-hmm. a job at all but that's not the case so could you tell everyone a bit about your career path? I know you kind of touched on this, but how you yeah. how your program kind of helped you with that? Yeah. Um, so my first my first job out of university, uh, they were super interested in passionate. I had given the first interviewer a copy of one of the magazines, and he's like, "So tell me about this. This is really cool. How'd you uh, like how this start?" Basically, similar questions to what you were asking me. And so I feel like that kind of helped me make helped make me stand out and I think that the support of the Waterloo community to create something like that was really helpful I actually took um bet 300 it was basically an, an introduction to entrepreneurship and you needed to have some sort of startup businessy thing to be a part of that course um so that was really a really cool opportunity for me too to explore what I was working on um continue to help push that through so I I think I like I said I started that project in third year and I you know carried it out until after I graduated and I was at Waterloo for about five years so you know it was a three to two to three year project Um, and I think without the support of the Waterloo community I probably never would have continued it like it could have just ended after a couple issues and I think I ended up doing almost 20 issues of the magazine so um, and, and, and that really helped me stand out after. So that got me into my first job. And then I wasn't there that long. It wasn't really what I wanted. Um, I moved into a, um, it's called DX3. It was like a marketing and advertising conference. And I worked there for about a year and a half doing speaker management. So when we had speakers for the conference, they would come in and I would greet them and 
I'd make sure that their bios were in the in the um, pamphlets and I'd help maintain the website and I would do a little bit of graphic design and I designed the I designed the pamphlets like it was a one of those things where you're kind of like a jack of all trades and try a lot of different things which was really helpful for me because it gave me a sense of things that I would like to do and not like to do after that I actually stopped working um, in a corporate or like I, I worked for myself basically I was no longer doing passion eight but I was still blogging on on my on my own and it was doing pretty well, like getting some sponsorships and partnerships. Um, but the main thing that I was actually focused on was uh, hosting workshops. Um, I am a craft crafter, crafty person. I like made my make my own earrings. Um, and so I was teaching people how to make macrame plant hangers and uh, concrete planters and a few other different things. And that was going really well for me at the time. So I, I, I left the job at DX3 and started doing my own thing for a couple of months until um, what I thought was going to be a dream job sort of landed in my lap. I had been interviewing for two jobs at the same time, uh, both sort of in this like DIY craft um, writing world. So I really wanted one of them. Uh, I went through several rounds of interviews and didn't get the job, which was really hard. But then immediately after that, I was basically in the last round of interviews at a company called Dipley. Uh, they're sort of like BuzzFeed, um, but Canadian based. And I got a job writing about DIYs, which was really cool. It was, it was very different um, from the roles I'd done before because it was basically all writing. Like that's basically all I did. And eventually it sort of became more than just writing. And I started doing things like taking photos and being a part of videos, doing a little bit of analysis on statistics, on the statistics and how well things were performing. They went through some growing pains, uh, had a couple of layoffs, realized it wasn't going to be for me long term. So I left and went to a different company that I thought was going to be the dream job. <laughs> and it also had to do with like crafts and DIY because I was working on the social media accounts um, for Home Depot at an agency. And that was my first time ever working for an agency. Um, so again, also a very different type of role, working for a client, not working like within the same organization. Um, that went really well for a while, um, but Click came along and they, I had a recruiter reach out to me and say, you know what, we really are interested in your skill set. Uh, we want to see, we want to have a conversation with you and see what we, what we uh, can find here. So I had my phone interview. I met with my boss, my now boss, who I just adored, thought she'd be a great mentor, like I said before. Um, and I made the hard decision to leave what I thought was going to be my dream job for something just so different from what I had been doing. Um, and it's been two years and I'm really happy. I really like Click. Click is a great place to learn and grow. Like yesterday, I sat through a hour workshop about um it was called the ghosts of Mad Men, and it dug deep into diversity and inclusion in the advertising industry both from a historical perspective of how um people were presented in uh in ads back in the day and, and now even till today as well as the, the the recruitment process and the people who are at the executive level and what we can do better to have a more diverse and inclusive executive leaders so we're they're always providing stuff like that um which was really interesting to me and so I feel like I've found a really good place now. And I think everything that had happened in my career up until now, since I graduated, which was about six years ago, has helped get me to the point now. And the next step in my career path, I, I, I think, is hopefully to start doing some more management. I'm really excited to hopefully hire a Waterloo Co-op student, student or intern next summer. Um, so that's something that's sort of on my radar as well. And my boss is on board. So um, that's sort of what's next for me too, I think.
All of that sounds so creative and interesting. It sounds like you've kind of touched on so many different areas and I'm sure you've gained a ton of skills from that. It's definitely has not been linear at all. Um, but I think that's normal too. Yeah, I think that's really nice. I personally really like having variety. I'd like to kind of get around and explore different interests as well. So Mm -hmm. that's great. You've had the chance to do that. Yeah, it's been awesome. And I love your earrings, by the way, too. (laughs) Thank you. I noticed them right away. Thank you. So who were some important connections you made at Waterloo that helped in your career path and helped you be who you are today? For sure. So one of the first connections I made that kind of helped me with my final co-op terms was uh, by joining the Speechcom Society. I became uh, friends with the the, the co- one of the co-presidents at the time who ended up hiring me to work for her once she had graduated. And I was a co-op student at a company called RL Solutions. And it was kind of like a coveted job there because they had lots of really, they had a great co-op program. They hired from all in all sorts of departments, but they also just had a lot of really cool perks and benefits that were extended to co-op students as well as full-time students. So that was a really cool opportunity for me. And it was also in the healthcare space. So it's kind of funny how it's now come like almost full circle that I'm now back in the healthcare life sciences place after, you know, lots, many years away from it. So that was a great connection. And like I said, I wouldn't have ever had that opportunity if I hadn't joined the Speechcom Society. So I think that that's another good proof point of why people should definitely get involved. Amy Meredith, who works with the marketing and recruitment at for Waterloo Arts specifically, was, again, a really good connection for me. She's the one who brought me on for the, the um, arts brochure. I ended up working with her and Natran, who also worked um, in the arts and Submissions. I don't remember all the titles of the, the, the business units and stuff, but anyway, I worked with them um, for a, the year or so after, after I'd already finished all my co-ops, I was working part-time with them throughout my last year of Waterloo. And I did some of the coolest projects, but I made these posters um, that were sent out to uh, admitted art students the summer before they started at Waterloo. And it was one of the coolest projects I've ever done. I think about it all the time. Um, but for one of the posters, I I built the arts quad out of paper and I photographed it and that became the poster. And it was just, I had the coolest opportunities to just be creative and do the coolest things. And I'm forever grateful for, for those, those moments because they stick out so well in my memory of my time and in my career really. And so I, again, stayed in touch for a while after that. Um, I would do the Ontario university's fair. Sometimes I would come in and speak. And I did that for a couple of years after I graduated and it kind of died off a little bit in the last like two to three ish years. And so I just reached out to Amy recently and was like, let's, let's have a virtual coffee. Cause I'd love to, you know, get back in touch and stay connected to the Waterloo community. And I just feel this sense of connection to the community and I want to be a part of it. And I'm excited again to like hire student from the same sort of programs that I was a part of because I think it was just so valuable so I'm really happy to to still be involved today yeah that's so nice and I actually do think I saw the art squad out of paper so I was looking Mm -hmm. through like the Flickr albums um, for Mm -hmm. Instagram posts and stuff and I remember seeing that I was like oh that's so cool I wonder who did that so that's cool to know put a face to the name or put a face to the photo I guess I also that same year made so many buttons I don't know if you've seen the but there's like a button maker I guess you probably haven't really been in the office at all um but we we had a button maker and I like designed these buttons it was it was such a good time that sounds so cool yeah 
Um, and then there's just a couple questions left. So mm -hmm. once you did graduate, what advantages did you feel that the Waterloo experience gave you and made you stand out amongst competitors? I think the co-op experience definitely helped. I had a job lined up before I graduated. So that was a goal of mine. I really wanted to be able to just, you know, have a little break. I went to Cuba, come back and start working. Um, and so I think having co-op experience really helped there. I think also having my, my like magazine experience also made me stand out. And that's one of the reasons that I did get hired to that role. And I think, again, just staying connected, you know, even if you're not, you don't have a port in the traditional sense of like, oh, I have all these visuals or writing things to show. I think you can find a lot of really cool things that you do in your day-to-day -day that can stand out. Like one of my friends um, got involved at um, in UW's cabaret uh, club uh, and just putting that on his resume made him stand out. The person who was interviewing was like, that's so cool. Tell me more about your time there. So I think you just need to think about what makes you special and what makes you different. And you can find something that you might not think is special or different, but it actually is, you know, an employer might actually really relate to what you're putting down on your resume or what you want to share with them. So I think um, there's lots of ways to uh, stand out. It can be something as simple as being in a club that your interviewer thinks is really cool. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'll finish off quickly here because I know you have mm -hmm. somewhere to be. Um, what is your favorite memory from the University of Waterloo? Oh, this is so hard. I have so many great memories of Waterloo. I was actually just chatting with one of my coworkers. I miss being in the city a lot. Uh, I live in Toronto now, which I love, but Waterloo is just like such a special place for me. I think one of my favorite things is honestly building that arts quad, like just being able to have that opportunity to do something so weird and wild. So at my co-op job that I'd done this, this semester before, they had done something similar. They'd like built a amusement park out of paper and then you took photos of it and like used it on a website and used it in a sales brochure and I was like so my own co-op did this I think it'd be really fun and it took me a long time I was working like 10 hours a week too so it wasn't and I had other things to do so it wasn't an easy project and it wasn't a short project but everyone was just so on board with me doing it I took over an entire like room of the office and um it was just such a great memory for me because it really was a, a special way to like kind of even like it was my last semester at Waterloo I was like encapsulating my time at with Waterloo Arts in this like forever I still have the poster like this forever piece of um, art that was going to be sent out to a lot of different people so I think that that's one of the most special things and it's one of the reasons why I continue to want to to stay in touch with Amy because she gave me the opportunity to do something really cool like that so yeah yeah, totally. That sounds like it was a really cool experience. I don't want to take up more of your time. I see it's 1030 now. It's okay. <laughs> thank you so much for chatting with me today. It was really great to get to know about you and your whole experience with Waterloo. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So I'll let you go and have a good one. Awesome. Have a good one. Bye.